0: how's it haunting everyone i'm chris
1: and i'm lena
0: and this is the how's it haunting podcast how are you doing today lena i'm good (laughs) me too it's a good day take two everyone (laughs) because My computer decided to reboot itself.
1: But we only got through one story, introduction to one story. So it wasn't like we did the whole entire thing.
0: But it was so good, though. We were flowing, and it sounded really great. And I was happy because, like, that's over with. You get to a point where you're like, all right, that's over with. And I'll do that again. And then (laughs) the computer
1: said, nah.
0: Whatever happened, happened. I I don't even know what's going on because it's not set to do that. It doesn't do automatic updates. But (laughs) I didn't stop it from doing it, so. Is it paranormal? No. We don't know, but things have been a little weird around here. I don't know why. Just started picking up. People are seeing things. You know, it's not just me. They're like, "Hey, what's that?" I'm like, ah, don't worry about it. We don't. We don't pay it no mind. We don't pay no rent. We don't pay no bills. So, we just ignore it. Now it doesn't want to be ignored. It's running around everywhere, resetting people's computers.
1: Just pay attention to me, bitches. Hey, you know what? If
0: they want to impress me, they can reset my phone. Do that. Let's see. How, let's Why see if you can do that. Your phone? Because it's not easy to reset a phone. You ever had to reset your phone? You had to push all kinds of buttons and stuff. And, okay. So I'm
1: just two buttons. I'm good.
0: Well, yeah, but how you gonna do it, ghost fingers?
1: If they can reset your computer, I
0: think it's one button. Your it's one button. That's not that hard. <laughs> just know that when I die, I'm, I'm gonna restart everybody's computers. I'm gonna do that. If it was paranormal, which I doubt it was, but if it was, let's say it was paranormal. <laughs> That's a great trick. Fucked up and really good practical joke. Hey, wh- whoever's here, go over to Lena's house and restart a computer.
1: No, I already, my internet kicked me off when, during your reset, my internet said, eh, nah, we're See, not working now.
0: Oh, wow. It's like a big conspiracy. Maybe we are a conspiracy show after all. They're conspiring <laughs> against us to restart. They're like, you know what, you guys, we're good. You not having a full episode.
1: No, it was saying, I think you could do better.
0: Oh, was that it? It was like, no, step it up a notch. What else you got? What is this week's topic?
1: This week's topic is haunted workplace stories. All the different jobs I've worked, I don't have one that I could say, yeah, I was haunted.
0: Well, everything else in your life is haunted. So at least they're leaving you alone at work. But you know what? (laughs) I don't have any stories because you didn't give me any research this week. What's going on?
1: Well, I figured you have stories for us that are... That are this exact topic. So I was like, well, I'll do some stories and then guess what? I'll interview you. So
0: so this is a whole party, like your master plan you got going. So that's cool. So I'm your guest this week. You are. I dig it. All right. So how many stories do you have for us?
1: It's a great question. Isn't it always? I have four stories, which I got off of payscale.com. <laughs> I love yes please tell me how boring <laughs> no, no, you,
0: I'm, i am was yawning i'm sorry about that you know you're not boring i just <laughs> look man i didn't sleep much the past couple days and i got hung up on a documentary last night and i stayed up way past my bedtime and i got up really early so forgive me uh, if I, I yawn so your stories how many do you have again i have four four stories you're going to go through those and then i'm going to get interviewed i feel really important are you going to ask me about my childhood or you're just like fuck it i just need the story well i, have I to mean wait. It, de-
1: it depends on how much time we have how,
0: how it flows all right okay yeah well take it away
1: first story my old office was haunted it was in an industrial park built on the site of a torn down hospital this uh office generally had a spooky spooky vibe after dark sound like i messed up a bunch of words in that sentence didn't it
0: do you want to do it over again <laughs>
1: It sounds like I was speaking backwards.
0: It sounds like the first episode you've ever done. Hey, it's Lena, my new co host. See, you go on and vacation. You go on vacation for like a week and you forget everything. You gotta be. Hey, I, I don't re- know
1: how to talk in general. Oh. This is not new.
0: Well, that's why you got the job. I don't want you to show me up.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> now you're doing great. Keep on going.
1: It had a general spooky vibe after dark that we all felt but rarely talked about. I was always staying late to meet crazy deadlines, and after midnight, the activity would perk up. Mostly whispers, sounds of door down the hall, opening and closing, and general just feel like you're being watched. I put up for it for a few years until one night. I was working on a crazy, hard federal grant that was due tomorrow. I started hearing the typical spooky noises, whispers, bangs, doors opening and shutting. And so I turn up the music in my office and say, F you, I have to finish this. Leave me alone. <laughs> that was the only time I ever addressed this energy or entity thing directly, which was probably a mistake. At about 1.30 a.m., I got the feeling of being watched. As I was typing, I felt something cold grab the middle of my right forearm. And I heard something say, Get out in my right ear. It sounded like someone speaking normal volume standing six inches away. I just had a dirty joke there. I did too. I
0: mean that's not that far away. That's all I'm saying. That's
1: what I'm that's saying.
0: <laughs> she just said a foot. I, He's like twelve inches away from me. We're taking this story to a place it shouldn't go. That's all okay.
1: And, and this is why when people go, I, I don't like scary. I was like, we don't do scary. We don't do scary. <laughs> we take the we're scary not, right we're out
0: of it. We're not scary. But I you know, I will ask this though. I mean, why is it always the same get out? It's never leave. Hey, you got to go. Why is it always get out? Maybe, maybe they're telling a joke like, oh, get out. Like, get out of here. <laughs> then, maybe it's a ghost that doesn't really believe you. And it's like- He's being sarcastic. Like, oh, get out of here. Like, oh, get out of here. You ever talk to someone, you tell them a story, they're like, shut up. Like, you really don't shut up. We don't know what's going on. I think these ghosts are being misunderstood.
1: I mean, it could have been misunderstood also as uh get it out. Especially you were six inches away.
0: Whoa. I see. You brought it back to there again. <laughs> Who is this ghost? It's going to be some complaints. can't just go around putting things on people.
1: Or grabbing people. Problem. <laughs> i'm trying to remember where i left off
0: you were leaving off in a very dirty oh, place
1: the reason why is that it is like his next set oh, his or hers i don't know this person didn't leave their name they wanted to be anonymous i jerked out of my chair oh easy <laughs> that was their next sentence
0: you're just not you're not coming back from this sorry you? you're just diving both feet into that pond
1: I mean, i've been there it's dirty
0: it's dirty in there it's dirty come in there the water's fine
1: (laughs) it feels good down here (laughs) so
0: (laughs) there you go well done it's gonna be one of those shows it is all right so go on with your six inch story
1: i grabbed my bag and booked it to the lobby where i set the alarm and then ran as fast as i could to my car because i wasn't finished and i was panicking about my deadline i woke up Got to the office very early around 5:30 so they had to make sure the sun was up, right?
0: Mhm.
1: Can't do it in the dark.
0: Can't, well, yeah, you can't. But <laughs>
1: see, <laughs> well, see, see, look what she got you got me there on there now. Too. <laughs> look what you got me on.
0: I'm trying to Try keep to, it what? Ab- above the filth.
1: <laughs> Have you met you?
0: <laughs> I don't know, he's been on vacation.
1: <laughs> oh, you forgot. <laughs> I walked in the lobby, turned off the alarm and walked into my office and froze. Every drawer of my desk was open, my trash can was knocked over, the trash was spread all over the floor, my chair was out in the hallway, all the cabinets behind my desk were open, which I never use. My keyboard was knocked to the floor. Mine was the only office with that mess. I checked the alarm details and no one came in or out that night after me. No one could explain it. I never worked past 10 p.m. in the office again. Oh, wow. It really scared that person.
0: What scared me was his use of booked it. Booked it. Nobody says that anymore. I mean no Okay, I anymore, I, no. I will go out on a guess and say he's at least in his mid forties.
1: I would I would assume it's a he also.
0: <laughs> it's yeah, I don't I don't remember any girls saying booked it, but I mean don't get me wrong. I, I'm I, I don't say booked it and I booked it home. Nobody says booked it anymore. That or jam. Remember, people used to say jam. I got a jam.
1: Yeah, actually, I hear that still. Well, I don't really? hear. It. I read it a lot on Twitch.
0: When the kids say, "I got a dip," well, got a dip. dip, it out.
1: When you dip, I dip. We dip.
0: That's nineties. That's completely <laughs> different. There, that's a different kind of dip. <laughs> Fuck! Don't ever do that again. Go back on vacation.
1: Good luck. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Chris is going to take <laughs> care of this all by himself. Here comes another twelve-minute no episode.
0: You get a lot of complaints now.
1: Uh, go ahead all and right. email yeah. Chris. That howsithaunty Are you asking? No, I'm telling.
0: <laughs> Sound like a question. Offices are creepy as it is, especially when you're by yourself. Like I don't know if you've ever been in an office environment after hours where it's just dark and everything. It's creepy as it is, and then your office is the only one that gets tossed up. I'd be pissed.
1: I'd be pissed too. I've never worked in office. I've never got the luxury to work in office. I that. always, I always worked retail.
0: They're not that great. It, it's overrated.
1: And I'm sure it's better than.
0: Well, I worked retail. Yeah, it is. Fuck offices, right? Okay.
1: Okay. Next story. This one's titled, The Security Guard Who Loved His Job. Lies.
0: I used to be a security guard. I'm really interested now. So a long, long time ago, uh, Chris was a security guard and I was at uh, Citibank. And I'm sure there's security guards out there and I'm sure you love what you do. But I will say from, from my experience being posted up at a fucking Citibank,
1: sucked did the tellers never interact with you or anything
0: no they did i mean they were fine they, they they talked to me i talked to them but i mean i had to stay outside for most of the time and mm. it's hot around here sometimes during the summer it's just boring it is so boring and then you're that one fucking lonely security guard that talks to people when they talk to you it's like oh somebody's showing me attention i have to... I, I don't know if you guys notice but i'm a talker no I, I know weird right i like to interact with people and i like to talk so just imagine okay, the, the last
1: part questionable <laughs> interaction <laughs>
0: Talking's interaction. That's my interaction. I can eat over the over a speaker. Like I would be great at a drive-thru because no one would ever get their order. It'd just be a long line of cars and I would still talk to the first one for 30 minutes. Probably chastising about eating fast food and how bad that stuff is for you. Hi, welcome to McDonald's. Do you want to rethink your lifestyle? Oh, pull up to the front.
1: Yeah, I'm sure that would work really good.
0: So I was a security guard in front of a city bank. It was boring as hell and I didn't like my job. But I'm sure there are security guards out there who like their job.
1: Well, it I mean, it depends on where you're secure. Like, I've met security guards of other places that like their jobs. But I can, I can understand that outside of a bank. Because I worked in a bank. So Me too. Yeah, but I was customer service. You weren't full no. cool, customer service. Yeah, no. I was customer service. I was the bottom of the line in a bank.
0: Yeah, I worked at the vault. It was a little different.
1: Fancy over there.
0: I didn't have to deal with customers unless we called them. And guess what we did? Not call him. Well, that too. But we avoided the security guard when he said hello. <laughs> what
1: a dick. I was always nice to the security guards because the motherfucker was going to hopefully save me.
0: Well, I mean, he liked to talk. We, we we know if we said, hey, he would talk to us for a long time. So we didn't.
1: So he, would, he, he essentially is what you would be if you were one today.
0: Bite your tongue, first of all. And <laughs> second of all, I was a lot more charming. In that security guard
1: was, uh, was our, i'm I was. not
0: anymore. I lost it. I don't know what happened to it. Probably started when I started the podcast. Everybody <laughs> avoids me like I'm a security guard outside of a bank.
1: This whole conversation is not going in. I
0: might, I might pop
1: out of it. Isn't
0: All right, so where were we? Will That's I'm what starting? he said. That's unfortunate for you. I, I forgot where we were. Where were we? Were we on story. going to start
1: my story. The security guard who loved his job. Okay,
0: let's start over then. Let's start completely over.
1: My next story is the security guard who loved his job. My dad had a weird experience once when he was in his early 20s. He had an office job in a building in the city. The building had five stories and his office was on the fourth one. He had just got a promotion when this incident happened and unfortunately he had to stay late. A lot of nights to finish up his work. One evening, he stayed late and finally finished his work around 11 p.m. He locked up his office, headed downstairs, said goodbye to the security guard, and left. The next day, he came in and found out the building had been broken into. The police took my dad aside and started asking him questions. He told him about staying late and how he definitely locked up and everything. Then my dad asked about the security guard and where the guard was during this whole thing. The cop gave him a strange look and went and got my dad's boss who came over and asked my dad what he was talking about. The cop asked the boss if the building had a security guard and the boss shook his head and said that they used to. But the security guard had died a week ago and they hadn't had time to hire a new one yet. My dad was understandably shocked by this. He had Definitely spoken to a very real guard who had been there for years. He didn't even know the guard had died. No one had informed him. Also, the person who had broken in ended up being a distraught former employee who had been fired a couple months prior. He told the police that he chose that particular time to break in because he knew the security guard had just passed away. So it would be easy to break in without worrying about being apprehended. Again, my dad said that the guard was very real looking, not hazy in any way. The guard looked how he always looked and seemed genuinely content. This story still gives me the chills to think about.
0: Wow. Okay. So, there's a couple of things that are messed up about this story. One, going to work in your afterlife. Like that when, was that was you, my first one. <laughs> yeah. It, once you die, I mean, like, it, it, fine. You're a security guard. You love your job. That's cool. You know, somebody has to do a job. There's nothing wrong with it. But to have to go to work, like, I don't care what you do. If you have to work after you're dead as a ghost. That's got to suck.
1: But I am seancing you back to work when we're doing this podcast in the future. I wouldn't really call
0: this work. <laughs> I've had jobs in my lifetime. <laughs> I wouldn't really call this work, especially if I'm not getting paid. So I doubt if I'm going to get paid then too. It's not really work. But another thing is fucked up is that you know it's the security guard because it's the same security guard for years,
1: mm-hmm. yet
0: you didn't know he died. That's-
1: that, right?
0: Yeah. Poor guy. <laughs> Poor guy. That, tell that's all i this guy. Poor, this poor man. I don't know who he was, but hats off to you, sir. Still doing the security guard thing long after you're gone, even though motherfuckers don't recognize you. Right? You should not have saved him. You should have let the guy beat him up. That's all. I mean, that makes sense to me. What would you do if you saw a dead coworker at work? And we just talked about that right now, didn't we? What if, what if I came back? Like, hey, dude, what's up? I'm dead.
1: I'll be all, what is our topic for this week?
0: That's a good question. <laughs> so 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 you're gonna seance me in. What are my go-to? What's the item you're gonna bring to get my attention during the seance?
1: A picture of Angelina Jolie.
0: Bingo, well done.
1: Can I move on to the next story, or you I, still want to go on this? I'm are the, are you you're good because you're now just thinking of Angelina Jolie?
0: Um, I am, and yes, you can.
1: <laughs> the one with creepy people just out of sight. I was a field service. Technician, so I travel a lot. This was a customer I was dispatched to in Texas. I flew in late, arrived on Friday, so I had to go on. Bigfoot just ran by, if you heard that, by the way.
0: Where'd you get the phone now?
1: When I arrived, I noticed that there weren't many cars in the parking lot. The business was closed and had someone waiting on me that morning to let me in, and he left me there alone. It's a large building about the size of one and a half football fields. It has about five fans, all along the long walls with loose slats on the outside to blow hot air out but not let cold hair blow in wrong so details. much unnecessary yeah. description <laughs> you ever seen
0: ant-man it's like wrong details there's an old man with a, with a safe let's start with it
1: i started up the machine and got to work i didn't notice anything at first but kept having a strange feeling that someone or a few people were there i even went out to check the parking lot a few times At about noon, the guy that let me in came by and asked if I wanted to go to lunch. And I told him that I was fine and continued working after he gave me his number to call when I was close to being done. Shortly after he left, I started hearing around me, like people casually walking down aisles, but stopped as soon as I got near ice smoke. So I was outside almost hourly and it was calm and it was a cool day without any wind. There wasn't any footsteps. I started hearing slats moving about as if the wind had gone. I couldn't get a good look from inside because of the fans and it just looked as if the wind caused them to flap. But I walked out for a short while and then it started up again until I would go to go check it. This happened about 10 times or so. The creepiest part of being there was seeing what happened to be people walking past equipment in my peripheral vision but see nothing when I turn around. I had about four or five of those experiences. I called the guy around five and told him that I was done, and he came in and locked up the place. I didn't think about it at the time, but I remember that he wouldn't come inside. That sounded like a personal problem because <laughs> I was getting frustrated. I had to, I had to make a joke or I was gonna get mad. That
0: <laughs> so this this guy he knows that the owner knows. That he that's to. why he's he's,
1: not, he didn't even want to come inside. He wasn't even trying to come inside. He's yeah. like, nope, open the door. I'll come check on you and lunch.
0: He's like, I'm not going to come inside there. That's <laughs> what he told him. Get your mind out of the gutter. I can relate to that. Like I've been in places where you feel like somebody's watching you, or you feel like something's, and you know there's nothing around. Mm-hmm. And then whoever let you in, the building manager, they're like, I'm, I'm, I don't, I am do not i do not need to go down there because we used to work downtown and a lot of the places that you had to get into there was no working lights or it was just decrepit and horrible but that was the basement where everything fed through either that or like there was a lot of homeless people because that could happen too yeah i was always more worried about the homeless people i know
1: i'm yeah i'm right there with you
0: <laughs> would you have stayed and completed the job or do you have been like peace or would you have booked it
1: well, I mean, it, it didn't sound like they were super scary. Like they were just probably stuck in a time loop of just living, thinking they're just normal, everything, everyday thing.
0: Probably no more ghosts at work. That's just so sad. Right. Get any happy well, stories?
1: I mean, but if you think about it, remember that when the EVP and the lady, and they're like, Are you happy? And she's oh, like, Oh, no. no.
0: Yeah. See, uh uh-uh. uh, that's horrible.
1: Over my last story before we get to our interview.
0: Oh, we got an interview today. I
1: was waiting for you to go. Who is it? (laughs) That's my next one. I work in a museum. There was always been a joke that the man in the museum was named after haunted the place. Things would go missing and items in the souvenir shop would be moved. When house cleaning did a deep clean at night, they always had strange stuff that would happen. Sounds, voice, etc. When the museum was renovated, we added a big screen theater. There was a control booth with a small storage area at the top of the theater steps. There is also a tiny balcony behind the control booth where we have screens that face the main hall and that we use to advertise upcoming events, memberships, etc. Many of the staff swear that they have seen or experienced ghostly happenings in the control booth slash storage area slash balcony area. One really large, muscled ex-military guy had such a frightening experience that he refused to go into the theater. He was on rounds, checking the theater, and heard sounds in the control booth. He knew the AV guy was off that day, so he went up, he saw no one in the booth, Or in the balcony area. He said he felt someone shove him and he almost fell off the balcony. There was no one in the theater besides him, but they checked the tape anyway. And you can clearly see the moment he was pushed forward, but you couldn't see what pushed him forward. I stay away from the theater. If the biggest security guard in that place was almost pushed off the balcony by an invisible force, I'm not chancing it.
0: So yeah, in this one, you have a ghost that's shoving security guards.
1: Yes. Trying to push him off balconies.
0: Push him off, yeah. I I would be a little concerned.
1: Especially that they they caught it on on camera. They saw that the security guard pushed. They don't see by what, but they see the movement of him being pushed.
0: Gotta see this footage
1: one day, but not two days.
0: I know they don't. Well, they didn't release the footage. They just told the story. So unfortunately, guys, we don't have it.
1: Yeah. But if no, we okay. ever
0: get it, trust me, House and Honors, you'll be the, well. You'll be the first ones to see it. But you'll get you see it. <laughs> it'll it'll happen.
1: We'll tell you as soon as we yeah. find it. There you go. That's all the stories I have. So hey, Chris. Yeah, you <laughs> <laughs> I love the shock look you pretended to have.
0: I was trying oh. I was I was acting. That was that was my acting face. What? So you wanna hear the big story, the big reveal, the big uh workplace haunting that I had to deal of, with? Of course. Okay, so here it goes. About um I say like two thousand two, two thousand three, I was Supervisor at Rite Aid, you know, the Rite Aid drugstores. And uh, this old building, the Rite Aid occupied, was like nowadays, Rite Aid's build their, or Rite Aid rather, builds their stores brand new. Mm-hmm. They don't occupy old buildings. But back then, because this was an East Coast company that came out West Coast, uh, they just would occupy whatever building they could afford. I haven't checked their stock lately, but I don't think they can afford any more new buildings. So I, I, I didn't really care for my job, but it was my job. And I love this old building. Remember the old Payless, Kmart, the stores of the 80s where you could go back there and there was an actual warehouse and there is a hallway with offices. I don't know if you've ever been back in one of those old stores, no. but they, they had all that stuff. They don't have the stores now. The stores nowadays, the newer stores, you go back there and it's like a tiny storeroom. So back in back in my day and uh, maybe back in your day too, you could say, hey, do you have any of this in the back? And there was actually a back you could go to. You know what I did when people say, hey, do you have this in the back?
1: I'd walk in the back and then wait and then come around and go, well, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, that was my first acting oh, gig. Oh, at
1: one of my retails, yes. Yeah, so yeah. that's what I, We didn't have a back, oh. <laughs> but I'd still walk back there.
0: So you, oh, so you did the whole thing You acted the whole way They was like oh back we have one of those Let no, me go like, back can there Can you
1: check in the back and I'll be like I can check Sure
0: Absolutely hang tight I would do that and I would go back there for 10 minutes And sit down and have a break And then go back as you know we're out Sorry unless I wanted to be a dick that day And they said anything I'm like you know whatever's on the shelf Is all we got in this back that we had Big storage I'm mean, like you can park a big Tractor trailer thing it was huge and, you know, the big swinging doors they have that, that go to the back of these stores. So through those doors to the right of this area was the open space. And to the left was a hallway with bathrooms, I believe, on the left and on the right, three offices. And as you went in all the way to the, to the back back, was the break room. And then after the break room was another door. That had all the breakers and things like that of the store, the, so the utility closet. I don't know when this building was built, but it was a very, very old building. Like, I remember this building being around when I was a kid, and it looked fucking old then. So that's how old this place was. I think it's a Ross now. I'm not sure, but it is. It's it's still there. Oh, <laughs> I sent you the address. It's the Ross now, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, but there was a lot. Like I was looking up those areas, I was shocked, and I know. That's just because I'm from Southern California. How old some of those buildings are from up, that are up there. I was like, holy crap, early 1900s.
0: Right, Yeah. And that's what I was thinking too. I, I was thinking like around 1915, maybe. You know, it's got to be like old, old. And it's not even like cool old Fresno, like downtown Fresno. It, this is just right. like, why aren't you dead yet? Old Fresno. <laughs> Should knock this place down and build a whole new Rite Aid. <laughs> So this store was creepy as, as it was. And you get this vibe... When you're there alone, like something's following you. Like it could be during the day because we worked with the skeleton crew, maybe like one cashier in front, me walking around the floor, and maybe one guy helping out with cleanup.
1: So they've always done that to Rite Aid. There's always just like the two people in the whole store.
0: If you see more than three employees at a Rite Aid, consider yourself lucky because that's like, that never happens. Somebody's an imposter. Somebody's trying to, to heist the place. Somebody's bought a Rite Aid jacket and is trying to pass himself off to go in there and take over, I don't know, whatever Rite Aid has to offer now. I think they still have ice cream. So yeah, there was was nobody ever at the Rite Aid. And it was a huge store. Obviously, we had to clean up. You know, it wasn't in like the the greatest area. People get stuff and they drop it and they don't pick it up. You'd have to sweep the floor and pick everything up at night. Now, the store in itself was just always gloomy. Like there was, for some reason, there was never enough light in the store. And granted... You know, they didn't want to put any money to this old building. It just seemed that way. It just seemed like a little darker than everything else. My and y- yeah, it's like a like a gloomy like a house where you know it's haunted. It's like there needs to be more light in here, but there's no way you can bring more light in. It's just a very gloomy place. Like the store had overcast. The whole store had overcast. <laughs> this house. Is that like your house? Your house looks beautiful. It's, it's nice. Dark. It's bright though. You got bright colors on the walls and everything. It looks That's nice. Why? You're like, fuck this place. I gotta put some blue on it or like make it really nice and Well, maybe that's what Riley needed. Maybe Riley needed a fresh coat of paint because he needed to brighten that shit up. So I would sweep the floors. I don't ask anybody to do anything that I wouldn't do myself. So I would sweep the floors and I would pick stuff up and I would hang it up or put it on the shelf. And as you go down a couple aisles, you can hear it fall again. And granted the store's open. So we know there's people around. So the first few times I dismissed it, didn't pay attention to it, but it would happen a lot like whatever you picked up you know nobody was in the store that day and you can hear things fall those types of things happened and you just ignore it or all of a sudden the lights would turn off when you're in your office in the back counting up tags for the day the lights would just go off the manager would explain it off as it being an electrical problem because you'd have to go and turn the switch off and then turn it back on again but it didn't happen all the time it would happen in different offices it wouldn't happen in just the same office so, is it paranormal? Who knows? But it was just eerie. The main thing in this store was at night. I think we closed at nine. I w- I'm not sure, but it was somewhere around nine because about 10 o'clock, you had to be gone. And a lot of the cashiers that would close with me, they wanted to leave as soon as possible. I never understood why. I never asked. You know, I just, they were just like, I got, can I get out of here, Chris? Can I get out? I'm like, I don't care. You can go ahead and leave. My first month there, everything was fine. Like nothing ever happened. But after my first month, I started hearing things at night, and I just chalked it up because I would be—I would let them go as soon as the store closed. As long as the drawer matched up, they could go. So I would be alone from about nine fifteen to ten o'clock, just counting everything up, getting everything, put it away. I would hear things at night and you hear stuff in the aisles, things like that. And I would always like fucking rats because this place was nasty. This one night, I let my cashier out, and I'm there by myself, and it's about a quarter after, maybe. And I—I f- I forgot to mention that the one aisle. The one aisle that always had stuff in it was the toy aisle. There was always toys on this aisle. And I was like, kids. That's why it happens because there's always kids. But when you sweep up... And then you go back and there's still toys in the aisle. And then things would happen like the toys would go off, like some of the toys would start making noise, which was, wasn't was a big deal during the day. And it, it was never a big deal during the day. It wasn't a big deal till it started happening at night. And that night that I let, I let her out, I started walking to the back and all of a sudden these toys started going off. And it wasn't just one. It was like one or two. So I'm like, okay, whatever. It happens. It, it's not a big deal. Ignored it. Ignored it. And then this, um, this one toy kept going off. So this toy is making a bunch of noise. And I, I have to go turn it off because I can't concentrate. All I can do is hear this toy. Mm-hmm. So I go and uh, I turn it off. I put it on the shelf. I walk back. I hear a thud. And I grab my bat because we had bats. That's, that's the neighborhood we <laughs> were in. I grab my bat. And I start heading over to the aisle. And that toy is not only in the aisle. That toy is dead center in the middle of the aisle. I said, fuck you. I didn't care. And it wasn't going off. So I'm like, screw it. If you want toys in the aisle, I let toys. And I just ignored it. I just ignored it. I went back, finished up my night. Let that go for a little bit. Time goes by. You still hear the same things. You still hear like uh, something crawling around. You could be crawling around. It could be rats. Probably, most likely. You, the lights go off. The one time that I said, fuck this place. And after that was like, I will never be alone again. I let my cashier out. I walked back to the store because everything is in the back of the store. So I let the cashier out. I walked to the back of the store. Didn't think nothing of it. Had a great day. All of a sudden I hear you leaving. And the short answer to that is no, I'm not fucking leaving because I'm still, I I still have work to do. But was I leaving after that? Fuck yeah. I was, I swear this was really light. This was not a toy. And this was very clear. I was afraid. I'll be honest. I was afraid. I, I, You get that that initial panic and that chill. Chill. But the most part was like, oh, fuck, I still have work to do. Like, I still have to go back and count tags and, and put money away and drop shit in the safe. And that's an easy half hour. I've never counted anything so fast in my life. <laughs> By the end of the night, I was proficient with 10 key. I finished everything in record time. And for the first time in that whole roughly uh, year's time that I was at that store... I was fucking speed walking from the back of the (laughs) store to the front of the store. And I left. And from that day on, I never stayed alone after dark in that place, but it didn't stop though. There was other things that happened. The toys were more after that, uh, Things would constantly fall off the shelves.
1: We we knew this. Sh- we're talking that the shelves weren't bent a little bit because I know those shelves because I worked at retail. And, mm-hmm. you know, after someone messes with it so much, it starts having like a slant. And then you have to go fucking replace the goddamn shelf because some kid pushed on it. And it's just at that slant or the pegs are just not fully there because I've had that happen. We're going to say you can tell me that those were straight. They weren't.
0: You want me to sit here and tell you that those shelves are straight and not bent? I can't.
1: Now you know, <laughs> but I will tell you <laughs> that, this: that, that wasn't a reason why they were falling. I will tell hey, you this, and maybe we have skeptics. I want, I want to just like clear the air that that was asked. You, you are sure that those weren't just skewed shelving or pegs, right?
0: That's a good question, and I can't guarantee that those shelves were straight. I can also tell you this: uh, this was pegboard as well. So yeah. when you have pegboards and the things coming out. And, yeah, when I go there, I'm like, okay, well, if there's too many on the pegboard, then they're going to fall. This was not the case. We didn't have stock like that at Rite Aid. It was like...
1: I mean, even if it's a little bent, it'll fall, too. You know what? slide right off. If I put
0: something on the board at 3 o'clock... And it's not falling off until my cashier leaves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. There's, there is a time. There's a thing like that's what I'm getting to. Yeah, it takes like I six hours pegboard. for I it to have, slide
0: off the pegboard.
1: I worked at retail where I had to redo pegboard all the time and deal with the shelving and the pegs and all that. So that's,
0: that's valid. Fine. That's a good question. I'm glad you asked it. That that is a that is a valid question because things can. Slide off the shelf. A manager, and this is not paranormal in any way, but a manager (laughs) just restocked two sides of a single aisle of alcohol. Imagine how long those aisles are. Picture both sides of a liquor aisle. Mm. It all fell down and came crashing in. That's just a funny story. Yeah, the whole place was creepy. I, I didn't like it there. There was a lot of stuff going on before and after I heard the voice. I would go. I would gladly go investigate that place now, but I haven't been in there since. So but that's just one of the work story haunts that I've had. I was a technician for many years too. We I've had to deal with a lot of stuff like that too, in different places. But that was the, the one time when I was truly afraid <laughs> to be at work by myself.
1: I could see you running.
0: Oh, I was uh, I was speed walking.
1: <laughs> okay. I wasn't running.
0: I was running. I was doing the speed walk thing. I was exercising my way out of the fucking store. i swear to you i can still hear his voice it was a little boy
1: you didn't say you didn't say what like if it was a girl adult
0: i'm sorry i was waiting for someone to interview me
1: hey i i was asking the questions you know to check your validity on shit you're asking the
0: shelf questions the the hard-hitting questions that no one else no those
1: are real questions only because if you've ever worked retail you know you know shit Falls off of pegs if it's just slightly off.
0: That's very true. No, it's a good question. It's very valid. But I I will say that it was a boy and I can still hear him. Like I I know that tone and it was so creepy. And I felt bad too. Like after the next day when I had to go back to work (laughs) at night again, because that was my shift. I think it was about two o'clock to closing, if I'm not mistaken. I still had to be in that place. It was really creepy. I didn't tell anybody though. I didn't tell anybody what I heard, but I just felt bad. I felt really sad for this kid and it made sense. He's playing with toys. And the one person that's there, he's asking if he's... Li- then again, it could be something else. But either way, I didn't give a fuck. He's on his own. <laughs> Find your mom a kid. I had no problems. I was young. I had a bunch of kids at home. I don't need more, more kids.
1: You weren't really close with your employees because you didn't tell anyone that story at work.
0: You know, first of all, fuck them because they were there a lot longer than I was. And I was always curious why they wanted to rush out once Did nightfall. you ask anyone? Okay, so here's the thing. I, I didn't tell anybody what I heard, mm-hmm. but I did tell people like what was going on. Okay, this is happening. Like, there's always stuff falling in the kids aisle, and they're like, "Yeah, we we know about that. Or you know, we that's been happening forever. That'll always happen. Like, no matter how much you clean up the kids aisle at night, things will fall in the kids aisle. And then, or or uh, they said that uh, they would, and I don't know because I never opened. And at night they said they would clean up the store. The next morning there would be toys not just falling like sporadic everywhere. They would be placed in the center of the kids' aisle, like different toys. Standing up, like you know, action figures standing up, like they were being played with. Not a lot, but just like a couple here every now and again. Just so so you know they were put there and they couldn't mm-hmm. have fell. That was the creepy part. But I I, I can't confirm that because I never opened. Moral of the sorry kids, don't work for Rite Aid. That's the, not
1: the moral of the
0: this, story. Their, shit, their shit's haunted.
1: That was just that building.
0: <laughs> no, it, it most definitely was that building. I'm really curious if things going on now. That little motherfucker, I will never forget. I know there are times where I've heard something, but I'm not sure. Like, Did I hear mm. that? This, I fucking heard. <laughs> this, I heard.
1: Like, I, Yeah, but it was also any place that you know already has this, like, feel to it it has this history with you and the toys and it's not in like your zone like it's not your safe zone it's in outside it's not your comfort zone so for it to happen outside and you're not prepared for it yeah, it's gonna freak you out. Don't that, freak that, anyone if you're not prepared for it. Yeah, but when you go in there waiting for it and then you hear it, you're gonna freak out a little bit. But it's not gonna be like run <laughs> to. I,
0: I tell you, I I didn't run. Okay, <laughs> okay I, I was speed walking. Okay. I was speed walking. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I did not expect that type of experience working retail. <laughs> I'll tell you that I can't put that on my resume. I didn't. I didn't expect <laughs> to have that experience there. Cause who the fucking thought? You're working at a Rite aid. Like imagine working at CVS and then you see a ghost. Like I didn't sign up for this shit. Like, <laughs> y'all don't pay me enough for this. It it really threw me because I love that building. Like I really love that building. I like the building. But you saw
1: so much shit on it right now.
0: No, no, it, it was decrepit and it was fucked up and it was messed up. But I did love the building. I, I like the older feeling of the department stores where you go in and it feels like a department store. Does it feel like you're going to the dentist? Mm. You know, you go, to, you go to the new stores now, it just feels like a dentist's office. Like, everything mm-hmm. is just weird and bland. But these 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 older buildings had character inside, yeah. you know? And then when you get to the back and you have the places where they can afford to have, like, different managers in different offices that would do nothing but sit in their office and, like, you know, smoke and do paperwork all day. Like, that was My a thing gots. back then, right? Yeah. Well, they, smoke, is the they smoke cigarettes.
1: Minus the smoking.
0: Yeah. This was like a convenience store meets like Mad Men. You look at the store and you could see the golden age of when this store was was vibrant when it meant something.
1: I do love that you just pulled the Mad Men out because I just bought the Voodoo the bundle of Mad Men.
0: That's a great show. Plus, it has I know John I love Hamm in it. I mean, right, right. I know you're I mean, thinking about a ham sandwich,
1: right? <laughs> yeah,
0: I think that's a good place to stop. <laughs> Control yourself.
1: You said it. Take it
0: easy. Deep breaths. Deep breaths. Do you have any questions? Do you have any more? uh,
1: Ways to poke your uh, theory? No, it's fine. I
0: I like this because they're, they're valid questions and that's what I would do to you. You have to do this. You have to test it. Believe me, when I've seen what I've seen and I hear what I hear, first thing is how can I disprove this? Here's another thing too. So when you let the cashiers out at the end of the night, you had to turn off all the lights in the store. Not, mm. not in the break room in the back, in in the front of the store. The, the, yeah, and the only thing that l- was still on was the um, the secondary lights. I, I, I know you know because you work retail, but there's <laughs> a secondary lights that come on that give you just enough light to walk around and do what you got to do. But if yeah. you look at the department store, you're like, oh, that shit's closed. Those were the lights that were on when I heard, "Are you leaving?"
1: It wasn't bright. It wasn't. No,
0: it wasn't bright at all, <laughs> and it was more dark because this place was like this fucking creepy (laughs) the bitch of it is is that i wasn't leaving like why couldn't you wait until i was leaving so i could leave
1: so was this after you unlock it you let them out and you lock it and then you turn around and you start walking back to the (laughs) office or is it like you immediately like unlock it See, i I know how this whole thing goes so you unlock it and you let them out and you're closing and you're locking was it then or was it when you're turned around and walking back
0: see here's the thing on that night on and I remember this because I remember what I was carrying on that night this cashier wanted to leave early so what I did was I switched places with her in the front and she took her drawer out a half hour before she usually does to count it out okay. so she didn't leave at the normal time, which is like a quarter after uh usually when you close the cashiers and they walk back with with their with their tills so you know when you get yeah. all technical when they walk <laughs> back with their till
1: I just call them drawers. We them <laughs> I'm not fancy like you.
0: When they walk back with the drawer... Well, um, because
1: there's a teller, it's a drawer. It's your drawer, it's not a till. Well,
0: they weren't a teller, they are a cashier.
1: No, but that's what I'm saying. So that was my last job was Hey, can teller. I finish the story? Nope. You might. I'm still going to go. <laughs> 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 we're going to argue tomorrow. That's
0: <laughs> awesome. Usually when they walk back with their till, the lights are still on. And then I let them out, lights go off, and then I do my thing in the back, right? But in this case, because she... She pulled her till earlier. I was walking back with my drawer with the lights off, so it might have been like him thinking I was leaving already, like my job was done. Mm. Didn't you know? Plus the fucking kid ghost. What the fucking kid ghosts know? But it was just
1: the cashier walking with their till back, right?
0: Yeah, because she already had done. She already counted everything out, and she was leaving early. So when I I counted mine out later, everything was dark, and I usually count mine out during lights. The, the events of the nights were, were changed a little bit. Him thinking I was leaving prematurely. I don't know. I don't know what goes on in the fucking kid ghost mind. All I know is that <laughs> motherfucker scared the shit out of me. And and I speed walked to the front. <laughs> like I was exercising to the front of the store.
1: And you did that every night afterwards.
0: <laughs> you know what? Um, no, don't get me wrong. I was never alone after that. Like I, Every time they would say, I'm like, nope. Now that I think about it, there was a cashier there when I said, I can't remember her name, but when I said, no, I'm never staying here by myself again. She said, you saw something, didn't you?
1: And you didn't say, you didn't, and I'd been like, what do you mean? (laughs) No, I was
0: like, I was like, what are you talking about? I don't, because back then, I wasn't really like full blown paranormal stuff. Like I really didn't talk about things like that. I was aware of the things I experienced when I was a kid, but I wasn't comfortable enough to tell it to people that I didn't, you know, now I'm like, I don't give a shit. Obviously I'll tell whoever fucking has a ear. Um, but back then, especially because I was working, and I was at work. I don't want to be the crazy one that, you know, hears and sees all these things. So
1: you didn't want your, your employees judging you. Oh, it's no, no, fun. I just didn't
0: want to think they're trapped in the store with a manager. That was weird.
1: I know, but she said you saw something, huh? Obviously, she knows shit goes down there.
0: Well, I asked her, what do you mean by that? And then that was the end of the She was like, well, let's just say that things have happened. And that was it. And I, I pried a little bit. I talked like, what do you mean type thing? But I never said I blamed it on the manager. Like he knows that I'm letting you guys out early and I can't be here by myself because of, you know, legal and all that stuff like that. So I, I, I hooked it on that.
1: I, st- I mean, I was surprised that you're able to do that because I thought you like you're supposed to always have like two people inside a store when you're closing and opening.
0: We are, we are.
1: That's what I thought, but I was like, look at you.
0: We are, we are. But I, I was, I didn't care. I was just like, if you want to go, go. You don't have to be here. You know, um, clock out and go home. It's not a big deal. Until that happened, and then yeah, now I'm by the book. If I gotta be here, you gotta be here. Go clean up the toy aisle. But yeah, it's, it's just an experience I'll never forget because you're right. It does. It does catch you off guard when you're at work, and you don't really think these things happen to you at work. Like when you see them at home, you're like, oh, okay. Or somebody's house, you're like, okay. But if you're at a building that seems to be neutral, like a Rite Aid, who the fuck haunts a Rite Aid, right? you like, this is never going to be haunted. It's a fucking Rite Aid. Well,
1: obviously, a little kid haunts a Rite Aid. He's got the run of the place. So, because it's constantly with the toy aisle and just for that alone just think that, yeah, it is a kid. Because if it wasn't just toy aisle, then yeah, you can think of something different.
0: You know, and that was my thought, too. I didn't feel like the place was gloomy. The place was creepy. But I was never afraid of the place in general. Like, I didn't feel anything negative. Mm-hmm. It was just really creepy. It makes sense. So it to me, little kid, toys, I just it all made sense to me. It, it all felt in a strange way. The next day and every day after that, it felt comfortable because it felt, like, right. It just seemed to fit. But it, I never heard it again. Like, it never happened again. The toys and stuff happened and things would fall down randomly, but...
1: No more voices. No more voices.
0: But then again, I, I've never been in that place with the lights off by myself. <laughs> again. So, again, yeah. <laughs> so may, maybe it would have happened. My last day of work there, I did tell it that you can't follow me. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever's here, whatever you're doing... I'm sorry you're here, but you can't go with me. But that's been something that I've, I I was taught to say since I was a kid. I haven't told that story in, I don't know how long, like I said it out loud. Like I've thought about it a few times, but I've never said it out loud. So sometimes little memories come back here and there and I should just write it down one of these days, but
1: yeah,
0: I I, I just spewed out on the podcast, but I also don't like this podcast to be about me. I imagine that right. Yeah, I was I was glad when they, they shut it down. I don't want to be there anymore.
1: Like, I don't want to speed walk anymore.
0: I lost a lot of weight.
1: I was going to ask you that, shift. but I was like, I don't want to be a dick.
0: <laughs> and I was in great shape by the time I was done. Man, everything was all toned up. <laughs> and it's a long walk. Like It is a long fucking walk. This is not a short story. I don't like, know how to explain it. Shame. It was a really long, and, and it wasn't like a straightaway you had to turn. Oh, it wasn't straight no, away? It, either, it wasn't straight away. I was
1: kind of like, because you know how some are like, there's a, they're like, oh yeah, in the back room. And it's actually just like straight in the middle of the aisle in the back.
0: Yeah, you couldn't see the back from the front. You couldn't, it was oh, like, okay. there was no, you had to turn. You, you walk up about more than, almost halfway down. Then you make a left and you walk up. It's, it was way in the back. And you could, and then in order to, <laughs> in order to get there faster, you had to cut through a couple things which brought you closer to the toy aisle, like not, (laughs) not exactly by the, but it was like like an aisle over from the toy aisle. And that's when I heard it. When I was walking from the front to the back, I turned for that shortcut and that's when I heard it. And then you have to go back and put yourself in a tiny office and hope that light don't flicker on and off.
1: Oh, imagine if it would have flickered off because what would you have done like,
0: okay, so here's the thing. At the end of the night, you know, you have to tally your receipts and you have to sort everything yeah. and you have to make the deposit and stuff yeah. like that. And that takes a little bit of time, not a lot. Yeah. If that light would have flickered, I would have threw everything in a bag, shoved it down the safe and called it a night and just said, you know what? Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I couldn't you do it. You
1: locked it up, that whole lockup. Yeah.
0: I would I would just put it in the bag. I, I wouldn't even like tape the bag shut like you're supposed to. I would have just shoved everything <laughs> See, in a I bag.
1: Was, I, Pull the whole bag. Yeah. Oh, like, you you
0: it. you get you get the deposit bag, and then you write on it, and you write yeah. your store number, and then it, I know.
1: yeah, that's and then I was like, I pulled the bag yeah, you pulled out, the tape. And took it off, and you close it. Would up. have done any of
0: that? Shoved it in the bag, <laughs> shoved it in the drop safe, and then <laughs> like, left. Like, kicking it. Yep, I would have yeah. went back the next day at seven a.m. to finish my deposit, just so I wouldn't have to do it that night. If if the light would have flickered. Because I just I went back there. I, I didn't even turn the radio on Ooh. because I've always had this thing about the radio, and we've discussed that before. The last thing I wanted to do was hear something on the radio that I didn't want to hear. So I figured if it stayed quiet, then I would be okay. Because if I did hear something, I could pinpoint it and say, you know what? I'm done for the night. But yeah, I finished everything record time and just, I split.
1: Did you say bye to him when you left? Bye.
0: Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I probably should have though. I should drive by there now and see if if I could get him to go to your house.
1: Oh, my house?
0: I wonder if he's the same age. If Ghost's age, then he's about 30 right now, so it probably wouldn't be the same thing. But I don't think they do. Fear makes you count money really fast.
1: I would end up messing up. That would be my problem.
0: I I couldn't tell you if I did. I I probably did. I don't even remember what car I was driving at that time, but I do remember how that felt. When we were done... I would walk walk her out to the front, let her out, lock it up, turn the lights off, walk to the back, set the alarm, and then walk out.
1: The alarm was all the way in the back, still.
0: Yeah, the alarm was in the front. That's that's why I had to go to the back. The alarm was in the back, so you would go let the cashier because theoretically you could both walk out, set the alarm, and both walk out. Mm -hmm. But the manager would tell me just it's easier to let them out, so you're not responsible for someone else. She goes because I've let i've done that with someone and then they drop something because you have a time limit to get out yeah. and it was such a big store he goes you're just responsible for yourself he goes just run out he goes i place all your bags whatever you have during at night at the door set the alarm walk out pick him up get out because he would even leave his key in the door after he uh let the cashier out so that's probably why the kid thought that i was leaving because all those motions for the most part were in place yeah yeah but he didn't have to ask. No, He prick. didn't have to ask. No, it wasn't of his business if I was leaving or not.
1: Oh, uh, you should have told him that. I would love to have news him some response.
0: You know, you don't think of things like that in the moment.
1: No. All no, you think no. of is, oh,
0: fuck. And then do your best to get out. Uh. He was really nice about it. I'll tell you, it was a very kind little kid voice. A genuine question.
1: Well, I mean, very lonely. mean, was a little kid and it was nice.
0: Very lonely. Very lonely sounding. Like you wanted to play. But thank you very much for, for interviewing me. And now you have to bring us the news. It's
1: been a while since I heard it.
0: Is it fresh again? Is it making you laugh again?
1: Talking about haunted workplaces. It's in the so news? There's, yeah. So there's a Toys R Us in San Francisco Bay Area that's haunted and it's has a lot of story behind it. When I read this, I was like, what? And I actually looked it up and I was like, oh my goodness, there's a bunch of stuff about it. They closed down because Toys R Us closed down. But REI is now moving in. (laughs) That's some heavy duty stuff to possibly be moving around by the ghost now.
0: Yeah, they got some heavy lifting to do.
1: The spot where the original or this Toys R Us was built upon used to be an orchard and the lore is is that someone hurt themselves with an axe and they end up dying from that wound and Ouch. so so yeah so but that was in like 1880 oh wow and that, and that and that's the person who's who is said to haunt the uh, toys r us and now we'll be having a new home rei Hmm.
0: maybe find another axe too soon?
1: Is it though? Like how many? What's too soon? I mean, I, it I happened don't know. in 1880.
0: <laughs> okay. It was he chopping wood and then like hit a, hit a leg. It's an
1: orchard. I mean, who knows what you're doing with stuff. Why do I think oh, it was God.
0: just, like some dumb fuck that just was goofing around with an axe and and accidentally hit himself and passed out it just bled because out. you know you know guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we do dumb shit. I'm thinking he's it's like 1800s. He's bored. He's in an orchard. He's like, let's see if I can toss this axe up in here and catch it. And then something bad happens.
1: Do they sell guns?
0: Oh, for this guy, I hope not. And a lot of people are going to die. It's going to be, like, axes falling and fucking gunshots going off. And it's just going to be that one goofy ghost who just can't behave himself.
1: The arrows yeah. going all over the place. one
0: clumsy ghost who just fucks everything up. Jebediah, leave here. Jebediah. <laughs> <laughs> That's 1800s. That's... I know. There was no, like, Steve.
1: How do you know?
0: I seriously doubt there was a Steve. And Steve is too cool. Steve would have not hit himself in the head with an
1: axe. I didn't say hit himself in the head.
0: There was nobody else around. Unless it was a murder. Was it a murder?
1: No. The, the, well, the sorry, story is accident. it's like he did it himself.
0: Yeah. Did it himself. <laughs>
1: he did it himself.
0: It was an accident.
1: You're so happy with yourself right now for that. Yeah, but like, I also you're blame just you though. Glowing.
0: I also blame you though. That was so cheesy. You know, you know what kind of a wound it was? <laughs> what? It was an accident. Sorry, guys. Don't do that again. Next story.
1: Official movie adaptation Ghostbusters, a paranormal picture book, is going to be released in September.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: It's going to be a 32-page paranormal picture book, and it will feature the original Ghostbusters, but kid versions of them. So you're going to have Peter Vakeman, Ray, Egon, Winston, and they're also going to have a little Janine in it. It's going to have the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man and others who are going to try to take over New York City. Interesting. I thought that was cute. It is. I saw a picture. I was like, oh, that's cute.
0: So, I'm like, do baby, I know
1: any little kids that need it. That
0: <laughs> was my first baby ghost. B- I, you know, I might buy it. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, but I might, I might buy it. Come on, it's Ghostbusters.
1: I know. That's why I was excited. About. That was, it was like, yes. Cause I think we have like a, a janky. I know, I know. <laughs> we have what are, like the, what are the odds?
0: Like what are the odds I'm wearing a Ghostbuster shirt today? <laughs>
1: you knew you read the news you read the paranormal news that's what happened i know you didn't i'm kind of
0: flattered that you think i have that kind of energy
1: (laughs) That you do that kind of research
0: yeah i I take the time to do that stuff i'm like no let's leave it to lena i'll hear about it later that's why i invented ghosts and shit so i don't have to read any of this stuff (laughs) no that's cool though I, i like that idea worth getting
1: that's why i said i was like first thing i was like do i have anyone yes i probably can come up with someone i can give the book to besides myself
0: Oh, I'm buying it for me. I'm not giving it away.
1: I'm one of those horrible people. When I'm invited to, like, kids' birthday party, they get a book.
0: Oh, you're that person?
1: I am that person.
0: Oh, yeah. That is that is so bad. a oh, fuck. That, you know what? There's only one. No, actually, no. Getting pants is better than that. I would rather get pants than get a book. Like when I was a kid. Now I'd rather have a book. Because who needs pants? But my
1: kids loved getting books for presents,
0: So. Well, yeah, because that's the only thing you give them, because you're the guy that brings the books.
1: <laughs> hey, literacy brings is necessary in our...
0: I agree, and I'm all for it. I think everybody so, should read, but still... So as I it, will push that. I remember being a kid, being eight years old, getting a book for my birthday and thinking, fuck off.
1: And I would love for you to say that, because I'd be like, fuck off yourself, and you're not getting <laughs> more presents from me. <laughs>
0: oh, no. Oh, my gosh. She's taking her book away. <laughs>
1: No, I'm the Fox.
0: Oh, man. But na- <laughs> and
1: I'm not giving you the, the gift receipt.
0: Nowadays, yeah. I'll take a book for my birthday. especially got- a Ghostbuster book.
1: Well, September 7th.
0: Shop early for me. My birthday's in January.
1: Or there's Christmas, you know.
0: How's it haunters. Just send it over. <laughs> <laughs> we get a flood of books.
1: You are so good in a flood of books. But then you can do a big old donation from How's It Haunting to, like, a shelter or something. Be sure. Nice. Yeah. That's
0: exactly what I'm going to do. Send me the books. I'm going to do that.
1: You only need one.
0: What if I want to read it more than once?
1: So I know I did send you some stuff, some emails a while back and I know you did not watch anything. I sent you.
0: <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. You so did you,
1: hey, Chris, you did can't just you assume that. see the trailer for the, for the lockdown hauntings? movie
0: you know i want to say yes
1: oh you did okay so but but i didn't okay this one was different because it's only released in uk but it has tony todd Candyman in it and it's it's actually interesting and i was hoping to find it being released in the states i can't find it released in the states anymore and i want to see it
0: i like tony todd
1: they put him a lot in the trailer and i'm like i want to see it but it's based on lockdown the covid lockdowns we had and it's
0: Do we really need that?
1: It's paranormal. It has paranormal, ghost, ghost killer. I think, I know that uh, people were talking about that's the new thing is they're going to do some like COVID era creepy stuff because you're locked down and you're by yourself. A lot of people were by themselves during that time.
0: You know, that's actually not a bad premise. Now that I think about it, it's not a bad premise. If if you're uh, stuck in lockdown and your house is haunted so you can't leave. Mm Mm-hmm. Or you shouldn't leave, I should say.
1: And it was in the UK, so their their lockdown was much stricter than us in the States.
0: That's true. That's true. Yeah. No, that's a that sounds like a good story. I, I'm sure eventually it'll make its way over here. We just have to wait.
1: Right. So I'm waiting for it to show up on my one of my streaming streaming services. And what's it called? The Lockdown Hauntings.
0: It's kinda on the nose, isn't it?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean I could I could have named it right now. Hey, there's a movie about this uh, guy who was in lockdown and his house is haunted. What's it, it called? I don't know. I think it's called the lockdown hauntings. Perfect. It's not
1: just one house and it's not just one person that's uh, haunted by this ghost killer.
0: So it's a ghost and a killer? Like the ghost kills?
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: That seems like a lot going on. You could have just had a ghost. Like I think that would have been enough. But now it's like, is it is it the kind of ghost that pushes a security guard off a, a balcony? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Full circle. That's how we do it around here. We like to make sure all the... All the ends match up. What's the next movie?
1: um, Actually, we had a couple movies that were released at the end of April. The Resort and Things Heard and Seen. So these two movies were both released on uh, video... Streaming services. Next movie. It won't be in theaters until August twentieth. It's demonic twenty twenty one, which was directed by the director of District Nine.
0: Oh, another movie I don't like.
1: <laughs> I don't remember it, but you,
0: you know, I didn't care for it. Like I understood it, I, I get it. It felt like a dragged out version of The Outer Limits. They could have condensed it.
1: This is described as a crossover between a sci fi and horror which follows a young woman who's been estranged from her mother when supernatural forces at the root of a decade-old rift between her and her mom are revealed, which then unleashes terrifying demons. Next story. We have CW News. CW has just announced their summer premieres. First one, In the Dark. June 23rd at 9pm. Season 3 is going to start. We have The Wellington Paranormal. Which we've talked about here and I've heard about so many places. <laughs> July eleventh, it's the season premiere. Hmm. And then July twenty sixth is Roswell, New Mexico, season three starts.
0: And this is all in the CW, huh?
1: Yeah, these are all CWs.
0: That's cool. Right? All right? I
1: didn't I didn't know and people are gonna hate me. I didn't know Roswell New Mexico was still around. I thought it was
0: Honestly, I didn't know I thought that was over with. Go check it out and then let me know how it is.
1: Oh, okay. Thanks. You're welcome. Well, we'll have to wait until July 26th. Oh, darn. Disney Plus has an announcement this fall The Muppets Haunted Mansion. Okay. It's with the, the Muppets. Uh, so they have a trailer and it's Gonzo and one of the other guys in it. And if you have little ones, it's going to be for them. I thought it was funny. I love Gonzo. So this show is good. I
0: can't hate on the Muppets. I used to watch The Muppet Show all the time when I was a kid. I'm probably going to end up watching it at least once. Is it a series or is it a show? I don't
1: know. I was trying to figure that out and there's not much. So it's just, I've seen the trailer and I've seen some posts on it and I've tried to do a little more digging, like on Disney plus. And as of when I looked it up, I couldn't find what September, fall, October, fall, Um, no release uh, date yet. Anything. No, no, but it's, I thought it was cool. I thought it was cute.
0: Yeah, it is. It's cool. I'll watch it. I mean, like, Muppets paranormal. I mean, it's, I, I have the fuck off look on my face. I know, but you did. It's, <laughs> but it's the Muppets, though. I do like the Muppets. I do love the Muppets. I watched them when I was a kid. So I would definitely check this out. And because it's on Disney Plus, I don't have to go anywhere. I can just turn the right. video on.
1: I mean, that would be funnier if it has our two favorite characters, the two old men. <laughs> I want That's an us. audition
0: to that. How we should, That's us. <laughs> we should, peanut Gallery. Now they need to put us in there. <laughs> we should dress up as those guys for Halloween
1: that'd be funny
0: and then do like a, a live show
1: <laughs> Then we could be grouchy our grouchy normal selves and,
0: well I mean aside from the costumes it's always the same
1: do you want to live in one of the most haunted places absolutely there's a nice piece of property from the 18th century in Ireland oh,
0: called see? the
1: Lufthus Hall is available. So over the centuries, it's had some transformation. It has 22 rooms. Can you guess how much this is going to be? It's 22 rooms.
0: 22 rooms, Ireland. I don't know what market value is over there. Uh, I'm going to ask, let's say half a million.
1: 2.2 million pounds.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's far. (laughs) So there's that. But I will say if I had the money, first question I would ask is, can I get high-speed internet there? Because if I don't have my internet, then I can't move. How are we going to do the show? How am I going to show you anything? Hold on, ghosts. Let me run down the street a couple hundred miles and lo- <laughs> upload this video and I'll be right back. No, I need a live live feed. So I would go get it. I would buy it today, but...
1: Oh, that's all? It's that's that's, not the 2.2 million pounds? No, no,
0: that's a side note. That doesn't mean anything right now. <laughs> it's just the fact that I, I don't have the, the high-speed internet.
1: Tennessee, the historical Rosemont paranormal investigation is going to happen in July 17th. This is a public paranormal investigation that will be held in Gallatin, Tennessee. It will give you your chance to investigate this amazing historical location with Stephen McDougall, who's Doogie of the Travel Channel's Haunted Live. Oh, wow. Who's also in Haunted Towns and mm-hmm. Ghost Asylum. Mm-hmm. Cool. He isn't going to be alone. There's going to be some other people. Good for him. The Fearless Ones, Jason Hill and Jeremy Lane. Okay, so all of those people are going to be there. You get to do this whole group thing. Registrations are <laughs> already began. Admission is seventy eight dollars, which will include the start time of seven p.m. and you get a meet and greet.
0: How long does it go for?
1: Until um twelve a.m. So seven to twelve. Hmm. Okay. You can you can go ahead and be fancy and get the VIP for one hundred twenty five, and then you get a pizza with them and a... Uh, lanyard
0: in a photo it's only like 50 bucks more that's not that bad honestly that's that's not a bad price 125 bucks to have pizza to meet these guys and to do mm-hmm. a five-hour investigation Uh
1: huh. with it and then you get an eight by ten event photo
0: and then i get a photo <laughs> oh man that actually really is a good idea though that's a good price that's a good i would pay that but it's far
1: it's in Tennessee. It's
0: in Tennessee. How's 100? Check it out. That's a really good. That's a really good deal. 125 bucks to meet all these people to get mm-hmm. the pizza. I still might go.
1: Cool yeah, road trip. It.
0: Yeah. Can I borrow 125 bucks? <laughs> something unrelated. It's really unrelated to this, <laughs> for something completely different.
1: Yeah. I'll let you have it from my paycheck.
0: <laughs> Done. Okay. Th- now you're negative 125 bucks. <laughs> but once not you go? Would you pay 125 bucks to go do this if it was in California?
1: It was in California and I had the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't have the money. So
0: go fund me, go fund me 250 bucks for us. To, well, it's not in California. So next time, yeah, next time plans are in motion. How's it honors? Do you like the podcast? Check out our GoFundMe to send us someplace <laughs> that we want to go for fun. Right?
1: It's
0: paranormal. No, I wouldn't do that.
1: No, no. What else you got? Also in Tennessee, uh, Memphis Ghost Hunter has taken over ownership of the Shelby's County's oldest cemetery. So he actually did a GoFundMe to get this uh, historical graveyard cleaned up and repaired.
0: That's a good cause, right? Because there are no the funds.
1: and then he could probably be charging to do paranormal investigations after hours and stuff. So,
0: well, with respect, Smart. with respect for the dead though, clean well, up, know, clean up but the cemetery. I'm sure
1: you can still do stuff around it, but yeah.
0: So. No, what I'm saying is, I would do the EVPs, as ghost hunting, and all stuff there that too. I, that's fine, but I mean, a lot of these cemeteries have—they're not kept up.
1: No, exactly. And they're horrible. That, so for
0: respect for them, you know, keep their headstones trimmed up and cleaned. And right. Yeah. yeah.
1: So we had someone who did a good job.
0: That's good news. I like that.
1: News.
0: It's always good when you use your GoFundMe for something positive
1: for the community. That's going to be community of dead positive. people.
0: Are you still a community if you're dead? Like if you're dead and buried, it's still a community.
1: I don't know. Anyone who has the answers, go ahead and email Chris <laughs> at chris at house at haunting.com. And that's not a joke. Please answer his question. I'll
0: be fine. They should change cemeteries to communities. Why? Because it just sounds cooler. Hey, let's go to the community. Put some flowers on some graves. No? All right. <laughs> I'll stick with the hashtag devil's nightmare reboot.
1: Yeah, go ahead and stick with that.
0: I can only do one cause per lifetime.
1: <laughs> oh, news! I'm done with the news. I have no more news.
0: And shit. <laughs> and that, House and honors brings us to the end of another episode. Glad you hung out. I'm all out of stories because I only had one.
1: See, I told you I'd make this the next episode about me.
0: You did a good job. That's the way it should be. I, I talk enough.
1: I'm also out of stories for today.
0: So what's next week's topic?
1: It's always a great question. Isn't it? I have no clue.
0: You sound so desperate right there.
1: <laughs> I was. Go ahead and send us a You sounded as people.
0: sad as a little boy that asked me if I was leaving. Well, they'll have to come back for next week. And in the meantime, if they have an experience, a topic idea, or if they just want to email Lean at HowsTheHoney.com or find us on our social media, where can they look?
1: You can follow us on all of our social media at How's It Haunting on Instagram, Twitter.
0: You can also subscribe to our Patreon or our YouTube channel. Just hit that red subscribe button and notifications.
1: We're also on Twitch at How's It Haunting. (laughs) I'm glad you're
0: having fun with this. This is great.
1: (laughs) Or send an email to How's It Haunting at gmail.com.
0: See, we'll come back and everything flows just like it used to.
1: A hot mess.
0: (laughs) For me, anyways. We should have never taken that break. Now we're back to square one. (laughs) Because we want to ask you.
1: How's it haunting? (laughs) Telling you, words just went (laughs) meh.